Oh, you did I not. Did, I didn't. I you did. Not. No, I, I didn't spill on the thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Here we go. Shot one. Cheers. Whoa, that was rougher than usual. What happened, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> it was really gross. It's adorable. <laughs> I remember my first shot. Uh, the only thing missing for me was a little salt and uh, Jacob's belly button. Mm. Notes we will take for next time. You guys ready? I'm ready. Born ready. Shot two. The hell? Man. God. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm crying on my left ear a little bit. My left ear. My, <laughs> my, my left. Are we intimidated by my significant presence? Gotta be it. Here we go, shot three. It hurts, guys. It's, it's right here. <laughs> Jacob. It's right here and it won't move. I can't take Jacob's face. <gasps> I can't do it. Not a drop on the roadcaster. I mean, I don't know how I did it because it, it spilled right here. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess, that is Jake right over there. That is me, I'm here. Uh, this is episode apparently 17. Jacob's very confident of that, I am not. Uh, but joining us for this episode is our good friend, Kyle. Good friend and former roommate. That is correct. For two years, two and a half? Yeah, a good while. While we were in the the California Republic. Mm -hmm. During the California fires, which I didn't learn until very recently were caused by Edison. I had no idea. Yeah, California fires that we were, you say during the California fires, like, I mean, that was a yearly thing. Right. Malibu burned down at least once every two years. Well, let me, yeah. let me rephrase the fires that everyone paid attention to. That's true. These got national coverage. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Anyway. Um, actually, and roommate Kyle was staying in a house that was affected by said fires. Uh, oh yeah, I, I remember that. Because by pictures. the time of the fires, um, Jake and Jess had already moved to Texas. I was the last one to come. I was the final piece of the Texodus, as it was known. Texodus. <laughs> Texodus. And um, everyone had moved first and I was still getting my stuff together. And I was staying in Castaic and Castaic was the heart of the second outbreak of those fires. Both my neighbor's houses caught fire to my left and to my right. Uh, the fire came into my backyard and melted all of our furniture and burned down our trees. Didn't That's touch so the crazy. Didn't touch the house. Mm -hmm. uh, but well, obviously actually, it was hot enough to affect oh, everything. Well, my neighbor to the left and right. The fact that we didn't catch was crazy. Um, and that was just like two weeks before I finally caught up with you guys and came to Texas. Okay, then I'm talking about a different major fire. I am talking about the one that I was there for, which there was, was, yeah, when was when we, we, had, we were forced to evacuate. We, like yeah, we, had, we were forced well, that to was evacuate. The year before. Yeah. It happens every summer. Uh, and during this time, I remember specifically, we packed up all our stuff and we grabbed your puggle and threw all of that stuff and your puggle into a car. And then we just hightailed it out of there. If I'm, I do recall correctly, your fat puggle locked the car that he locked was in. Locked the car. And we had, was tally. And we had to break No, into, it wasn't. <laughs> we had to break You wanna know how car. I know? Because I watched him do it, Kyle. <laughs> he got up on the window mm -hmm. and stared at me because he was like, what is going on? And he locked the and car. And he leaned onto the lock. So I'm in a bit of a shame spiral because I realized that I survived two massive fires in two years. Yeah. And each time, my roommates were responsible for saving my puggle. <laughs> I was not home for either of them. By the time I raced back to the home, my roommates were already safely away, puggle in arm. Yep. Yeah. You guys are good to me. We kept your big boy safe. Mm -hmm. That puggle was the safest puggle. 
He was a chunky boy. He is a chunky boy. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Tonight, we took shots of tequila. Yeah, we did. Just like them good old days. How many of them? Three. Three shots. I huh? counted three. Three whole shots. I definitely counted three. You really seem to be enjoying that gin and tonic. You've it's almost gone. Yeah, tonight we are drinking gin and tonics, as you just heard. Uh, if you hear this episode and you think to yourself, man, I'd really like it if they did this for, you know, a wheel spin or an episode topic or, hey, I've got a story to share. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at fanmail at three shots Other than that, I mean, we told you what we took shots of. We're drinking these gin and tonics. Uh, They're you're very good, by the way. You're Thank forgetting you. about an incredible thing that happened last week. What, what happened last week? What happened last what week? What happened last week was the 4th of July. And we put out that very, very limited edition special 4th of July extravaganza episode on motherfucking Patreon. Patreon. And if you're not listening to it, you're lame. So get on Patreon, subscribe, give us some monies and listen <laughs> Money, to that. <laughs> yeah. Money, and listen please. to that fresh ass episode. You won't regret it. And if you do, you know, no money back, but <laughs> <laughs> send us an email about it. <laughs> uh, hey, it's five dollars. You don't like it. You spend five dollars and you don't spend anything else. But uh, I'm very convinced you're going to have a blast. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash three shots in. Tonight's topic is sexual disaster. Sexual. Sexual disaster. So sexual. So disastrous. It's a fucking doozy. <laughs> I can't wait to get into what I have collected. Uh, it's cringy. It's dirty. Kyle, you were the guest. Would you like to spin the wheel? I would love to spin the wheel. All right, go ahead and spin that bad boy, man. What did it land on? Ooh, we got a good one. If you had a superpower. So this is one of those wheel spins. People ask you, you know, what superpower do you want to have? I know straight up what that is. And what is it? I want to teleport. And now I know you're, I know, I know people are thinking like, oh, you can travel the world and see things. Yeah. I could also travel from my bed to the couch in the blink of an eye and couch to fridge. I would be the world's largest teleporter. Largest. (laughs) Cause he would never like expend another calorie. Yes. Except for what it takes to actually consume the food that he teleported to. So that's my superpower. I would teleport. I'm lazy at heart. Like the the world demands that I not be lazy during specific times, <laughs> but if I could be lazy all like, the time, like eight a.m. to five p.m. Yeah, mm. like if yes. I could be lazy all the times, I definitely would be all the times. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? What a superpower it's, would be your superpower? Um, you gotta have a superpower. What's gotta, Kyle? You, you gotta have one. What's Kyle's superpower? It could be lame. You know, if you're a lame person, you can choose a lame. If power. you need some time to think about it, but I, I got am mine. a little lame though, and that's why I'm worried about laming up I this show. I choose the power of intellect. Don't mm. say that. I'll make fun of you for but, the rest I mean, of your intellect life. is not a superpower, is it? Knowledge. That's something you acquire. It's not really a power. Well, imagine your superpower was all you had to do was see an image of something or hold it in your hand, and you knew its background, its full history immediately. Okay, I'm back in. That's pretty tight. <laughs> Not going to lie. If all I had to do was touch a book and I, I read it, like I'd take that power too. Right. Then I don't got to read shit. Um, I could like join a book club see, and then like last minute, like, oh, fuck. you're, you're after, con- uh, you're not after glory. You're just after convenience. Right. Yeah. I think for me, the reason I'm hesitating to answer is because I'm afraid of the burden that comes with the power. Does it come with great responsibilities? <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. 
I'm talking about like, um, did we ever see uh, what women want? We definitely a saw that one film. Yes, we uh, did. Mel Gibson. I've, I've never heard of this. that. Yes, you are. Um, so the this. ability to read minds, to actually know a person's thoughts, is possibly the most alluring power. I wouldn't want right that off the shit. bat. But that's what I'm talking about. Is that then the burden that comes on the back end of that, in that the complete lack of secrecy, complete lack of intrigue that comes with supreme knowledge, I think would eviscerate every relationship. Yeah, you'd be bored immediately. You know right. what everyone wants. You know too much. And that's why and I that's, find myself struggling to pick a power. Yeah. Well, choose something basic, man. How about some how about some super speed? Run to California in a hot minute, you know? I'll take flight. That's it's it is the most obvious and might be the lamest. It's yeah. very and vanilla. If but I if I was the one granting you this power, right? If you were like, oh, you know, mm -hmm. Lord Supreme Jacob, mm -hmm. uh, I want the power of flight, I'd give you some fucking wings instead of actual flight. That way it would you could only go like forty miles an hour tops. Punishment for you know? the crime. Me and Terry were actually having a discussion about that. Uh, we were talking about the power of flight. Mm -hmm. Terry assumed that because, I mean, I'm constantly throwing out would you rathers because I'm one of those annoying people. Uh, Terry assumed that having the power of flight meant that you could lift up with your body when you decided to fly and just unlimited amount of weight with you. We're Wait, not, we're not granting you alienhood with unlimited like strength Superman or some Thank shit. Thank you. I said the same thing. No. And he was you like, no, you said you power of flight. You didn't say there was a limit. No, I'm like, flight that's and implied. carrying a bank on your back that's is not the same I'm thing. Saying. Yeah. Very similar to you. My initial, my instinct for a superpower was to say the power to read minds. Mm -hmm. I understand that comes with a burden, but it's fucking dope. And I would right. love to have that. But I think in the end... Do you, did you ever see The Incredibles? No. Okay. Uh, did you ever see, or are you familiar at all with the Fantastic Four? Uh, I am familiar with them mm -hmm. as a comic book fan from childhood. Okay. My superpower would be very similar to, um, I was never a fan of the Fantastic Four and I didn't like the movies because that was my introduction to them. Uh, the reason why Fantastic Four have so much love behind them is they were one of the original like superhero teams. Heroes. Is she just called the Invisible Woman? She is called the Invisible Woman. I think her powers are dope, and those are the powers I would want. Oh, yeah, she is invisibility. Pretty dope. She is pretty invisibility. dope. Invisibility, like force and like field the force field thing. Yeah, yeah, she can alter whatever it is, the atoms in the air or whatever. Yeah, she's also mm -hmm. like 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 almost like telekinetic if she can. You yes. know, when she when yes. she eventually controls it. And I shit. think it's very cool. I'd love to have that. That's yeah, my, that's, that's my dope. answer. That's pretty dope. Let's take a let's take a quick pause. You guys seen the um, write your own Biden speech game? Biden speech game? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, no, mm -hmm. but I, that sounds interesting to me. So uh, I have an iPhone. So when I type, hey, and then there's like three options up here, thinking about like what yeah. we might say next. Yes. Okay. So the Biden speech game <laughs> is write your own Biden speech. Just type, here's the deal, and let your phone autofill do the rest. That sounds like a blast. So I'm mine about to do that. sucks. I'm not going to lie. Mine is <laughs> highly disappointing. Mine reads, here's the deal, bro. You can call him tomorrow and let me get a ride back from the airport and I'll <laughs> check it out for y'all. <laughs> not cool. But my friends who I sent that to sends me his back. And now I'm like in a little shame spiral because his is so good. And his says, here's the deal. I'm sorry for my birthday dinner. I was just going through a little bit of boner. <laughs> For me, I went either left or right, depending on which one actually kind of made sense. 
This one's pretty good. Let's hear it. Here's the deal. Oh, tequila burps. Here's the deal. With insurance companies and the San Juan Carlos morning is a bitch day. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what kind of stuff you're talking about. You don't want to talk about anything that's good for you to be nice. I'm gonna be doing the work tomorrow morning, so I'll call you when you can get some work. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good, That's pretty actually. Solid. I'm sending it I to like you. That. I did it in your in your text link, so you have it now. Thank you. Yeah. How I'm many times are we supposed to select it? Just that? until a good sentence comes out. Jake's yours was pretty good. <laughs> it didn't say anything about birthday dinners or going through a bit of a boner. Well, no, I put so here's the deal, and the very first thing was insurance companies, and I was like, wow. Okay. How, how often are you texting that? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, nice. Because I realized that mine is definitely predicting from my past text. Yeah, that's why I passed over bitch at least like 12 times. Give us one more. Okay. I want one more Jake Biden's predictive text speech. Got that. I wish Terry were here. Mine is just weird and like slightly pedophilic. Have you ever heard a Biden speech? They're strange and pedophilic. That's true. So here we go. Here's the deal with the kids to see how they can still be in bed and not spicy, but I think it's going to be a game for me. And I don't know if there's anything else because I think it's going to be the best way. That's low key dark, right? That's yeah. really dark. It sounds very cannibalistic, <laughs> be spicy, but it will be a game for me. Yeah. Yours was definitely the most unsettling. Hold it's, on. Yeah, I, I will give I'm you unsettled. one more. I want here's a bitch laden. The deal text bitch laden. Oh, I went on for too long. Damn, that's a long so ass speech. Jacob is about to read us a Joe Biden predictive text speech. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get any bitches in that. Uh, oh, what pop a up disappointment! Again. The whole purpose we were ditch, we were bitch. Here's the deal: with you guys doing it right away, and you have a great day off at the beach with me. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but that's why you don't know anything that's going to happen. I'm sorry I didn't get your voicemail, but I'll talk to you now. Thanks. Oh yeah, that's what I meant to say. You were going on a date night with your dad. I didn't know what you were doing, but I didn't want to talk to him because he had a little bit of a time I didn't know what to do. I'm not sure how you feeling right now. <laughs> Is that the way you feel about me? I just want to know if you're still awake or not, even though you're awake and you can watch your video and get your phone calls from your phone and you have a, you have a good job, you have to get your stuff ready. <laughs> I love that. That sounded too much like Joe Biden. Right? Kyle is not just your name. It is also now an internet term well, for, a a, for a type of person. It's absolutely a type. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, you know, for no reason, uh, browsing the trending list on Urban Dictionary. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was gold. Oh, no. It we was gold. I found, didn't know there was a trending on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, there there is. is. And we found a golden nugget hidden in that list. Was it called the golden nugget? It no. was actually okay. called wizard sleeve. Oh, wizards dash sleeve. Mm -hmm. Let me let mm -hmm. me look it up so I can read you the real definition. This is important. You need to know. So I'm, I'm already coming up with horrible things in my mind because I've spent enough time on Urban Dictionary to know. <laughs> An extra large and cavernous minge. Cavernous. Here's here's the example. As he began to shag her, he realized the entrance to her nunny was like a wizard <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> It said nunny? Yeah. It, say nunny. <laughs> it does. It says nunny. I mean, there's more definitions. I'm familiar with cunny, Irish, slang. I see. I haven't heard that. Yeah. 
when a lady's a lower region has been hammered that much, it has, exp- it has expanded and seems to have no end. Here's the example. Her snatch is like a wizard's sleeve. <laughs> oh. A baggy fanny. <laughs> Why that slag of mine has such a large wizard sleeve. She can fit the sagging mess of a minge skin and piss flap in her pants so it hangs and whistles when she walks, leaving a smell of decomposing fish downwind. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. A loose, wrinkled vagina resembling the sleeve opening of the stereotypical wizard's cloak. Okay, that's a little on the nose. I would date her. She's a bit old for me. She could be hiding a wizard's sleeve down there. (laughs) This one is, but that one's less offensive to the soul. Huge twat. 1999. How old were you in 1999, Jake? I was two years old. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I was eight years old. No, you don't mean that. I do. Yeah, I was... Two years old. I was... Well, I'm going to go ahead and sign off for the night. <laughs> I was I more than likely not potty trained. And more disturbed than I cared to be tonight. I was born 1991, homie. How about Ooh. this? How about this? When did you graduate <laughs> high school? 04. 2004, I was in the first grade. Mm-hmm. I was 13. Mm-hmm. I was in the classroom of Miss Cates mm-hmm. <laughs> in my first grade class. So let me, let me fill you in. Yeah. There was a little, I mean, cultural phenomenon called jock jams uh a song that either like like we are the champion a team would play in its locker room to get hyped mm-hmm. or a song that would play in a football stadium to get the crowd hyped nice um legends uh, like bum, 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 bum. cotton eye joe were on it oh mm-hmm. that's good no, y'all no, ready for this definitely on jock jams and so there was actually a collection called jock jams which they sold through tv commercials and the album was called jock jams with a z so you knew it was oh, hip. yeah that's you knew that you were it. getting something deluxe uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh and you called the number and there was like free shipping if you called the next five minutes and all the extra offers all but the good stuff all, all the goodies uh but there was a song that goes, uh, boom, 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 let me hear you say, way oh, way boom, 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 let me hear you say, way oh, ayo. And they still play it at stadiums to this day. And they play the like kids bop safe for consumption version. Oh no. But that song is very explicit in its original lyric, uh, talking about nannies laying you down taking you from behind, not climaxing until it's the appropriate time to do such. Well, let's hear it. Girl, your booty is so round. I just want to lay you down. Let me take you from behind. I won't come until it's time. But if I cannot sleep with you, maybe I can have a taste. Put your nani on my tongue and your booty on my face. I say boom, 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 and let me hear you say wayo.
they played this at my seventh grade football games. <gasps> not yes. the not the kids bop now. Yes, the kids bop version. So okay. all the nani references were not in there. There weren't any nannies. No nannies for the seventh grade <laughs> football team. Jessica. Yes. Jump into your shit. Oh, I will. And buckle up because, wow, this is uh, certainly interesting and definitely sexual. So oh, when I was researching sexual disasters. Is sexual disasters a field of research? It should be. Sex, sexiology now, disastro. It's, that, was my, that was my best Latin. I No, that was good. Um, I don't know that it is a field but I typed it in and many results I was not expecting arrived onto the page mm -hmm. uh, because it was intermixed with, you know, very, the art kind of articles I was looking for, you know, 15 sexual disasters, hilarious, blah, blah, blah. And then like XXX fail porn. And I was like, whoa. Fail porn? Fail? Fail porn. Like porn fails? I'll look it up. I, I think I don't it, mind. No, I, don't I, mind. I don't mind the search history. Do yeah, it. I don't think I want that in my search my, history. My FBI no, agent I'm, knows that I, that I look up some really weird shit. My search history was intermixed with that kind of stuff. And by search history, I mean there was no history at all because I was using an amazing service called DuckDuckGo, mm -hmm. which is a search engine that doesn't record your history. Mm -hmm. So I just thought to myself, what could be the most disastrous thing to happen in the middle of sex? How about somebody dying? Oh, that, that, that'd be very unfortunate. How disastrous, what could be more disastrous? That was my I thought process. I feel like it's 10. I feel like you're, you're starting at 10. We're not even warming in, like we're not even yeah. warming up to I, it. I went ham, okay? okay, as I do. I couldn't, I, I, it's who I am. I couldn't be anything else. So uh, I did find several articles. Kyle, you seem as though you need a new drink. Stop it. Put your shorts back where they belong and sit down. Those are dope. Jessica, look at it. <laughs> oh my God, they're pandas. That's adorable. I think mine might be worse, but I'm, I don't have a quick access way to show them. You have to show them now. <laughs> what, what do I get if mine are better slash more embarrassing than yours? Jake and I will take another shot. With you. We'll take a shot with you. Three shots. <laughs> the belt is getting undone. Oh boy. Oh man. That button up is getting pulled up. I'm wetter than my kitchen counter. You know what Ew. I mean? Boom. <laughs> they are neon pink, y'all. They're new balance. <laughs> All right, pour those shots. <laughs> there is no brighter pink. You ready? Shot four. Here it goes. <laughs> it's just as painful. Nope, I disagree. That was okay. I think the drunker Jess gets the easier the shots go down. Yes, that is very characteristic of me. <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> Jake's grimace makes this whole experience worthwhile. Yeah. I wish the listeners could hear how hard he's grimacing. I think I have the perfect way to describe it. So for mm -hmm. those of you who can't see, have you ever seen a scene of Tobey Maguire trying to portray very sad emotions and he's crying. Okay, we don't say the name. As you know, Jacob is not a fan of he who shall not be named. T-Mags. There we go. But when he grimaces after taking a shot, he the, the resemblance is a little uncanny. Look. Because I can I see your entire 
lower row of teeth. Mm-hmm. It's the lips are I know are the protruding face. I know a little the bit. Face. <laughs> the, the nose is crinkled and the eyes yeah, you know, there. Yeah, the eye, gotta, eyebrows are engaged. Here. Kyle, you're going to hear it. Here we go. <sighs> Got to get in the character. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Say it one more time. It's pretty good, right? That was, that was spot on. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wait, the, the green goblet, it was, it was my friend the whole time. You know, how about, how about, there's one more, there's one more. Duck Hawk, why, you weren't wearing a mask, but I didn't know you were my, my teacher. You know, see, it's pretty good. It is. It's all pretty it, good. Yeah. I would say, was- Mary Jane, why, <laughs> hey, you know, you, well, you're okay, please. <laughs> you know, it's, please. <laughs> so I got a list of people, notable people, not always famous, who have died in sexual ways. Notable accounts throughout history. Ooh. The first on this list is Attila the Hun. Ooh. Y'all. Oh, damn. Attila. Yeah. Okay. And we all know, what is it? Like a quarter of the population is the result of his seed. That's mm-hmm. how active he was. So Attila yeah, the Hun. He knew how to lay that pipe. 453 AD. He's super wasted. He's making sweet love to his new bride, Ildiko. That's mm-hmm. her name. That definitely sounds like a rap name. It is their wedding night, and he chokes to death on his own blood. What? How? Wait, Attila the Hunt? Attila Died on his the wedding Hunt. night? On his wedding night. And Lil Deco? Lil Deco? She has something to do with his death. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, Lil Ildiko. She poisoned that snack? She likes it just as rough as Attila does. Oh. They're fooling around. Mm-hmm. She gets a little crazy. She breaks his nose. She causes a hemorrhage. He chokes on his own blood and Attila the Hun dies. This is this is true? This is true. This is historical fact. That's a first for me. It's a little that. it's a little vague. They, but they didn't teach me that in school. No, they did not. No. Let's move on. Cause we've got a whole list. Oh, there's right? more. She's, there's she's a like lot she's about more. to shotgun these. That's okay, number one on a list of many. Okay, settle in. It's gonna get weird from here. Here we go. Pope. John. <laughs> no. Okay, I will spit. Okay. <laughs> How is that number two after a kill of the hunt? It's no. number th- number two and number three. Ooh. All right. There's two popes. There's two. <laughs> Pope John the Twelfth, he died in 964 A.D. There are two versions of his death, but you know, I I'm, I'm assuming people just aren't sure. Either way, he definitely died of stroke in the middle of having sex with a married woman. Uh, in the middle of getting that stroke. Well, also, isn't the Pope supposed to be like non-sexuous? Uh. <laughs> I believe the word you're looking for is celibate. Yeah, they are isn't meant he to supposed be to be celibate. non-celibate? Yes, but he's the Pope, so he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he did do whatever he wanted. That was a married woman. Uh, now, the second version of that story is that, yes, he the cause of death may have been stroke. But what caused the stroke may have been that he was caught in the middle of the act by that married woman's own husband who beat him with a hammer. 
So he either he died of a stroke or died by bludgeoning of a hammer. I don't feel like those are confusable. Yeah, causes I feel of like death. one of those is very more. One of those is like, hey, clear. Uh, we're not sure what happened. He probably hemorrhaged, and the other is I'm not sure who that is because his face is caved in. Pope John the Twelfth. People are a little, you know, they debate. It was either stroke or he was beaten with a hammer and mm-hmm. he died. The very next year. Wow. Pope Leo the Eighth. Oh, popes are not learning. It's the very next pope. It's the very next year. And he dies of stroke mid-coitus. Uh, again, man, I don't know that popes are supposed to be interacting in it any coitus-related activities. It sounds like it's just not activities. a good idea. That's a lot of, a lot of coitus- when we're considering popes. Yeah. Moving on. Cardinal. Oh, oh shit. You're sticking you're you're right with the Catholic uh, Church, man. Dude, What'd the Catholic Church ever do to that? you? Cardinal Jean Danielou. He is a well-known and apparently very productive theologian. He died in 1974. Uh, reproductive theologian. <laughs> Am, oh. I right? uh, <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Jacob wants you to define theologian. Ten words or less theologian. You have ten seconds, man. Theology is the... St- study of how man relates to God. Theologian is a man who embarks on that study. That was far more than 10 words, but thank you. That was I quick. had 10 seconds. That, that, was, that was quick. No, I accept good it. Good to go. Continue. 1974. He dies in a brothel. In oh. <laughs> I'm not done. That's not good. <laughs> he dies at a brothel. Mm-hmm. A brothel in Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, his name's Sean. At the age of 69. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic. Now... Classic it was, John. <laughs> it was noted in this little tidbit I found that the prostitute he visited later said that he was simply delivering charity, but you know what? Who knows? And- <laughs> <laughs> delivering charity. That is what she claimed after his death. Yes. <laughs> Just charity. <laughs> Just delivering the hell out of it. Just passing out yep. some good, wholesome charity. Yep. <laughs> Don't mind me. Just delivering this charity. Let's move on. Felix Four. Felix F A U R E. Far. It's French. Got it. I'm trying to pronounce Felix, it. Felix Felix Far. Felix Far. Former president of France in the late 1800s. He died while getting filleted mm-hmm. by his mistress Marguerite. Oh shit! The cause of death. Yeah. Head trauma. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you can't. It no. was a cerebral hemorrhage. Okay, thank you. I, I had to. You know yeah. what I mean? Nelson Rockefeller. I I get it. You recognize the last oh, name. Oh, yeah. That's you a, should. That's a big name. It's a big Nelson American name. Nelson Rockefeller is the heir, was the heir to the Rockefeller fortune. Until? He was also a former vice president of the United States. He died at the age of 70 mm-hmm. in 1979 of a heart attack. After reaching the big O with Secretary Megan, to which New York Magazine commented, quote, Nelson thought he was coming, but he was going. Oh, fuck. Genius. I'm about to name for you a bunch of people who were not famous. In fact, they only became known for the way that they died. And I'm about to tell you. The bodies of a man named Brent Taylor and a woman named Chelsea Tumbleston, Uh which will have some irony here in Mm -hmm. a moment. They were found fully unclothed on a street in North Carolina. Their clothes were found on the roof of an adjacent 50-foot building. 
Ooh. Meaning they he fucked her off the side of a building. Basically, they <laughs> snuck upstairs for a nooner. Yes, they did. Is it possible he tried to shield himself from the impact by holding her <laughs> in front of him? I don't know, but that is how they died. Because in Austin Powers Two, they both survived the fall. That is not the case for Brent Taylor and Chelsea Tumbleston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chelsea with the un- unfortunate last name. Uh, next up, Sandra. Oriana of Houston, Texas, 1996. That's a a short three-hour jaunt from here. She died during a moment of drunken passion with her boss. Ooh. On an eight-story balcony. Ooh. Damn. Are these all falls? How do you you fuck someone off of a ledge? We moved from sex fails to sex falls. I've been having sex wrong, apparently. Right. (laughs) I've never done it at a a precipitous edge. You have not known true passion. So that's how she passed away. Did he fuck her off the ledge and he lived? He's alive. So he didn't fall off the ledge. He did not. So he thrust and released (laughs) and let her go heels over tits off the edge of a building. I didn't want to investigate too much into individual cases, but there was a little note that they weren't actually mid intercourse specifically. They were actually mid foreplay that she, Uh, she jumped up on the railing of this eight story balcony. She jumped up that way. He was at eye level with, with the strange and he was going um, down I think the, I while think the word we standing. settled on today was nunny. 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 So he's he's That's going to town on her nunny mm-hmm. while was, they're both standing up. He was eye to whispering eye. Yes. While mm-hmm. she was standing up on the ledge mm-hmm. and then mid O in the lost throes balance. of passion. Yes. See, I believe lost that. Her equilibrium. In, in a court of yes. law, if I would have heard that, I'd have been like, this man is innocent. His statement said that they were in the middle of foreplay. Now, because he gave a statement, I will also, you know, reveal to you that he was investigated to make sure that this wasn't a homicide. Uh He was cleared. Okay. Moving on. We have Mario Bujanel. He was a Romanian football star and he was with a woman named Mirella Ayanku. They died in 1999 of carbon monoxide poisoning. While mid-act, they chose to leave a car running in Bougineau's closed garage mm-hmm. and poisoned themselves. Pulled were the they garage. in the car? They were in the car. Clicked the button. Garage closed. And then suddenly overcome with passion, began to get it on See, with the garage door closed. What this story yes. tells me is that this man can last quite a while. Don't forget too, like it's also about Look. breathing in noxious mm-hmm. fumes. So yeah, you're you're in, order, in the act. In you're breathing a lot to, more than you usually do. To fill the garage do. to make you pass out, that takes like what, 15, 20 minutes? At least an hour. No, no. For no, the garage to fill up with fumes? No, that was yeah. car running. Yeah. No. Before before it, you pass out, I'd say it doesn't take yeah. an hour. I don't think it takes an hour. I think we'll we find need out. To go into the garage and I'll find park this out for in, real. I will park in the garage <laughs> with the car on, <laughs> and we'll find out. Listen, I'll set up a FaceTime. You guys will watch. The second I pass out, you jump in we and run you in. pull me out. Yep. Mario and Morella were not the only couple to do this. There was also yeah, a man named Reinhard Willecker and Stephanie Tanzer in Austria. They snuck, they were teenagers at the time, mm-hmm. snuck into their garage, which was apparently very chilly. They decided to turn on the car. For the heat. Crank up the that heat. makes sense. They got it going. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately died of carbon monoxide poisoning. If you're going to do it in dad's car, 
you at least want to be comfortable. Yeah, right? you, got, you got to be cozy. Right? Stephanie's chilly. I feel It's that. already a little weird to be in dad's car. I feel that. You want to at least, at least put the heater on. Right. Speaking of weird, next up, Kirsten Taylor, 2008. She died of electrocution. Whoa. Whoa. During the use of homemade nipple clamps. Oh, shit. Tell me they were not. Hold were on. They, was it attached Tell to a car battery? Please they were say not jumper cables i have no idea what the oh. circumstances were what i can tell you is that her husband real time now faces minimum involuntary manslaughter possibly yes. possibly murder charges it was most definitely connected to a car battery 100 100 oh damn yeah you don't yeah, die i mean that you don't die from a nipple clamp accident <laughs> no you don't No, you have a bruised areola uh-huh. from a nipple clamp accident Correct. He attached it to a car battery and is now responsible for her death. Yeah. Rough stuff. Clearly. While we're speaking, we're on a theme right now. We are. Car garage, car garage, at least car battery. Possibly. At least. Are you ready for the joke of the day? Oh. Okay. How did the farmer find his wife? How? How? I don't know. Tracked her down. He tracked her down. Boo. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of puns, but that if that didn't get you up, I got I got another one. Twelve seconds. Go for it. What kind of doctor is Dr. Pepper? What? What kind of doctor is he? A physician. Well, speaking of groaning. Mm-hmm. There was a woman. Tell us about some groaners. I will some tell you. Some ill-fated groaners. I will tell you specifically about a woman who groaned in Zimbabwe. Mm. She groaned to death. Her name was My Desire. Oh, uh, that's a porn star, right? In 2013. Let me guess. She was hitchhiking. She snuck into some bushes with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. With a camera. But the two were found by a lion and <gasps> My did not survive. Oh, F. Boyfriend narrowly escaped the lion wearing only a condom on his lower body. He's walking around asking people for help and they're all like, hell no, you're not wearing anything. There's only a a condom condom. on you. He's like, help me. My girlfriend was eaten by a lion Mm -hmm. and they're like, get away from me. Ew. So it took him a while. Eventually he did get help. uh, But everyone else before that thought he was just deranged. I mean, that makes sense. It's a rough place to be in, though. You take off the pants because you're like, no, they're getting in the way. I was going to say, had the pants been around his ankles, ankles, he would not have gotten away from the lion. So No, that man had freedom and mobility. Yeah. I, the all I'm unencumbered saying, stride of a man who had relinquished his pants. Just for the record, sex was not meant to be viewed from above. Yeah, no, no, no. no. You, you, need, you need a POV in that. Mm, yeah, mm. that's the only way. You know what kind of sex, though? isn't pretty from any perspective hit me bestiality oh oh god damn went there oh my god so casually oh my god no there was there was no good way to do that what the fuck you didn't even ease me into it there is there's no easing you You into it you want to know why you didn't even spit on it first kenneth pinion in washington 2005 regularly visited a farm where he Mm -mm. would engage in bestiality Mm -mm. with male horses. And I'm here to tell you boys, he did not give it. He preferred to be given to. Oh, and eventually 
These, One of the horses gave back, man. These proclivities of his led to him receiving and suffering a perforated colon. Yeah. Which he did not seek medical treatment for. Yeah. For because, obvious reasons. And paid the price, which is why his name is added to this list. Yeah. How do you tell a doctor, oh, by the way, um, that I took injury it from a horse. that I'm worried about was because I managed to get a horse inside me. <laughs> oh, my God. Jacob, are you okay? He's yeah, no, 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 I'm fine. Like, eyes drowsing, lots of groaning. Not sick. Okay. Lots in of any slurring. way. Slurring. Hey, I have not slurred. Uh, I, I swear I haven't slurred. I have not slurred. I swear. I'm fine. I really have to pee, though. Okay. But well, I'm going I'm to hold it until I've the I've got break. only one more bullet point. See, there we go. Let's hear it. Easy. And then I'm done skis, One bullet point until the pee break. This is a quote from a well-known website, Snopes. Oh, shit, Snopes? Mm-hmm. <sighs> The fact-checking website. That's how, you know it's, that's how you know it's true. Yeah. According to legend, Russian Empress Catherine the Great yeah. died while attempting to engage in sexual intercourse with a horse. Nope. No. The trust. Hold on, hold on. Not just did it, but died during. Died mid-intercourse with a horse. Yikes. Shit. The trust holding her equine paramour. <laughs> What? <laughs> Equine means basically a horse and horse. paramour means boyfriend, essentially. Lover. Lover. Yeah. So her horse lover. Her equine paramour. That's a fantastic phrase. I loved it. That's why I, I had I to quote to it directly. I that down. That's a fantastic yes. phrase. <laughs> New band name, I call it. The truss holding her equine paramour broke, crushing Catherine to death beneath the poor beast. Poor beast? Now I'm here to tell Catherine. you, Snopes proved that this was not true. Oh, oh there you go. I feel better. Catherine the Great remained great, and she died of natural causes, causes that were also appropriate. Um, hold on. What do you mean? They were appropriate and natural causes. I didn't investigate. That was enough for me. Okay. Snopes said nay to the rumor. That is not how she died. However, there are a lot of people out there who do think that's how she died. So mm. I, I figured it was worth an honorable mention. Okay. And I've got one little fun fact about dying during sex. Ooh. Death during sex is responsible for 0.6% of all spontaneous deaths. That's the that's 0. more than 0. one half of 1%. According yeah. to a 1996 study. That's actually surprisingly so that's, high So that's in my book. what, double, tripled since then? I have no idea. I couldn't find anything more recent. I mean, we've been getting into some freaky shit since 96. <laughs> <laughs> it's break time. Just, I got to pee so bad. I got to make a drink and uh, two drinks. I'm like, out of no, my drink. Wait, hold on. We have one more thing we need to say to the crowd. And it's probably going to take a while. So I'd buckle up. We're buckled, but no, what do we need to say? In. No, hold I have to in. pee so bad. Hold it in. I'm just kidding. I, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I don't know how to just do the, just do the lower lip. Are you manipulating your lip with your tongue? I'm kind of like inhaling, exhaling. Like it's mostly air. I'm loosening the bottom lip and it's just happening, man. I do not know how to do that. Helicopter sounds. Drunk or sober. Go. Oh, we're almost there. Back in the room. Ready to Nani's coming. The Here come the nannies. You can, stand the you can sense it. It's in the air, right? I can sense it. You can tell. I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, I approach the DJ because he asks for requests. And I'm like 12. So I walk up to the DJ. 12-year-old Jessica, it's 2001. Nope, 2003. And what's coming out? 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 Can you guess what I requested? Uh, I can. Um, I'm seeing Missy Elliott. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was Work It by (laughs) Missy Elliott. If he's got a big cock. Let me me search search it. it I found out how hard hard I got got to work work it. it. There you go. I have genuine jealousy over guys who can do this. And then you hear them from a mile away. Yeah, they put, it's like the, it's the middle finger and the thumb. Right here. In the corners of their mouth. Uh Uh-huh. And And they whistle so loud. Yeah. You can hear it for forever. It's piercing. Yes. I'm jealous of that. I wish I had that. That's the superpower I want. A burrito is a snack? What the fuck? We're Mexican. Of course it is. They're like this big. It take like 25 minutes to make <laughs> <laughs> You did not expect me to be wearing neon pink underwear. I didn't expect that. I also didn't expect you'd have the balls to pull your pants down and show the color of your boxers, and you yeah. did. I like these because they're like a little secret. <laughs> like no one knows. I just got this secret I carry with me all day. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me feel powerful. Yeah. You got that neon, like candy colored. I mean, they are intensely boxer, boxer brief. bright. Yeah. Like if you were jogging in them, drivers would see you. You could see me at night. You may fart, but this is why the East and the West find themselves in irreconcilable differences. Mm. That's called a glissando, <laughs> in case you're wondering. I wasn't. So a polar bear walks into a bar, <laughs> sits at the bar, and he looks at the bartender. Bartender says, what can I get you? Polar bear says, I'll have a Coke. A cola. The bartender says, yeah, sure, no problem, but uh, hey, why the pause? And the polar bear stops for a second, furrows his brows, lifts up his arms mm-hmm. in front of his face and says, I don't know. I've always had them. Pause, that is, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big I got ones. it. Big pause. I'll do you one better. You ready? I guess. It's one of my favorite jokes of all time. What's up, motherfuckers? We're back from that break. Yup. And I believe Kyle had some words. Before we jump into our second wheel. You want to do the wheel? Bef- I want to hear your First, words. Okay. What I've said, Kyle we, words. Okay. What I've said, wheel. We okay. need to hear so what you're going to say before we spin following it. Following Jessica, before I get into real life stories. Right. Uh, following Jessica's internet search, I found a story or two that particularly caught my interest one said story was of a 430 pound virgin yeesh okay male who finally had his day okay oh with himself or no he found himself a willing participant wonderful not paid okay and this woman allowed herself to be laid upon thank you (laughs) 
And no joke, the ambulance had to respond to the scene because in his inexperienced, desperate, overzealous attempt to make love, he drove her head first through the sheetrock of his bedroom wall because her very petite 115 pound frame was not ready for the inertia that came off of his 430 pound body. Wow. I mean, you can punch through drywall, no problem. It, well, it but imagine did. being, oh, her head was stuck. She was thrusted through it, essentially. She was driven so hard from the rear that she went head first through this man's bedroom wall. Sounds like it was a good time. I mean, Down. clearly she's into it. That's what I'm like saying. That, that was a that she was, was a she was direct choice. In it to win it. No, no blame. If directed in if either the direction. ambulance responds to what's going on in your bedroom, that's disaster. Disaster. No, that is certainly yes. yes. Moving on to personal, our real life. Well, that was real life, but things relayed to me by people I know rather than the internet. Yes. So the year was 2012. Okay. I had a friend. Have a friend present. He's alive. <laughs> who went through a wild streak and, as most college students do, went through a party phase. Typical. And in a drunken state where he found himself wrestling with the ability to stand, mm. decided that he was in good enough condition to make love. We all find ourselves in that position. Yeah, man. We've all been there. He acquired for himself a female who was in similar condition. Mm. They are gone, blitz out of their minds, but think, hey, we should do this. Neither one of them wants to be on top. And so they are jockeying for position, so to speak. Okay. And he finds himself laying on his back prone. Yes. She's atop him, I assume. Mm -hmm. And she is putting in some effort as best as she can muster. Sure. And leans toward him so they are face to face and groin to groin and finally her she's had too much she's done and the physical exertion has overwhelmed her and mid coitus throws up onto <gasps> his face i ask this with with pain mm -hmm. in my my face mm -hmm. in my body did he finish well, let me, let me describe what happened first, and I'll let you deduce that for yourself. Okay. It wasn't a little like, whoops, I think I've had too much. I just spit up a little in my mouth. Yes. This was the drunken projectile vomit of a body fully rejecting the alcoholic assault on its internal organs. <laughs> Jacob's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Directly in a downward angle into his face <laughs> while he was being ridden. So I want you to ask yourself, Jacob, in that scenario, do you think you could find the wherewithal to finish? But like maybe if it was happening. <laughs> Honestly, I think my heart would physically just stop beating or mm -hmm. would beat so hard that I'd have a heart attack and go into cardiac arrest and I would mm -hmm. die right then and there. Mm -hmm. 
similar to that story, I actually saved some very short, maybe one or two sentence stories of people with similar experiences. We have to spin the second wheel. So you have, I'm going to give you 24 seconds. Go. Okay. This story. Sometimes I have sex when chewing gum. This one time I was on top of her and I ended up spitting the gum on her face and her hair. It got stuck (laughs) in her hair and we had to stop to get it out. (laughs) I wouldn't have said a fucking word. Next. I was giving oral to this girl I was dating at the time. I ended up getting a bloody nose. I got blood all over her. It was on my face and my chin and stuff. I rose up from between her knees like Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) 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 It was pretty nasty and killed the mood. I was embarrassed. And I knew it wasn't my fault exactly, but it didn't feel good. Next. Mm Mm-hmm. No, what do you mean next? That's 30 seconds, man. The title, I couldn't stop farting. I don't know what I ate that day, but I couldn't stop farting. Each fart was really loud and smelled bad. (laughs) (laughs) I kept hoping she didn't realize, but it was hard not to. And every time I farted, (laughs) she got more dry. I could feel her judging me. She was grossed out. That's the end of the story. I would interject. (laughs) I would say farting during the deed. Am I willing to call farting a sexual disaster? Kyle says nay. I'm saying the people who told these stories claimed that they felt they were sexual disasters. I'll agree with you, nay. It was not a disaster. No. That was a sexual inconvenience. That is hilarious. She stuck through the entire thing. This is the very last one. The title. I threw up on her vagina. Oh. I was going down on a girl really late. I was hammered. I started to feel sick while down there. I couldn't stop or make it in time to the bathroom. And I threw up all over her vagina. The end. Oh my God. Love, Mark. <laughs> See? I think it's time for the second wheel. I think so it's time. So Kyle, you, you spun it the first time. Would you like to spin it the second time? You're a guest. Am I allowed to spin it twice in one episode? I think that's okay. You can spin it twice. Let me spin it. I'm going to spin it right now. Do it, man. That was clean. Good job. Well done. Clean oh, ass. Huh? Oh, you see, I knew you were going to land on this one. We put this up and I knew it. I'm disappointed in myself because. <laughs> Why are you disappointed in yourself, Kyle? Is he going first this time? You went I don't first. Know. You went first I'm last time. Are we going clockwise? No, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Kyle's the guest, so he got the direct question. But if you got an answer, you fucking um, answer it. Uh, my problem is I have uh, too many things that I think I don't think we have time to list them all. You got to pick one. Everyone has too many things. You have to name the first thing that comes to mind. So to date, I am my only single friend. I am the last of a dying breed of single males. Every man who I consider myself deeply connected to is at the very least married and all but with one exception have at least one child. Uh, I have two parents who very frequently remind me that I have not yet provided them a grandchild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very quick to play the grandchildless card at any occasion and i am finding myself at the age of 33 single and um six months ago i lived in california and in california being 30 and single is just kind of par for the course so you can be 30 and single in california and have the entire world in front of you yeah and women my age are also single and also childless and also 
seeking. But for the last six months, I have resided in the great state of Texas. Yes. No regrets. Glad I'm here. Uh, however, there is a definite climate change that has less to do with humidity and more to do with. Uh, it's got a little to do with humidity. It has a little bit to do with humidity. That's true. But in the great state of Texas, if you are 24 and don't have two children yet, something's wrong with you. Yes. Mm, mm-hmm. So 100%. being 30 and single in Los Angeles, non-issue. All the people I met were 30 and single, uh, but I don't reside in Los Angeles anymore. I reside in East Texas, right. where right. every woman who is even moderately attractive and over the age of 21 has no less than one child and is already d- divorced. Yep. That's uh, a fact. And I am very much regretting the fact that I did not either marry young okay. or get married in the state where appropriately aged women were also single before moving. Yeah, see, uh, you went deep with that one. Yeah, I was a little just, bit. I was just going to tell people that, like, sometimes I don't wash my hands after I pee. M- my bad. <laughs> I was going to say I'm disappointed in myself because I have a giant box of like 30 to 50 things of Doritos in my room. Mm-hmm. Because how, how because many soda cans? Irrelevant. Because <laughs> I plan to eat those Doritos and I don't want others to consume them. Mm. What, what concerns me the most is that their location is indicative of your intended consumption not only do you have the giant box of doritos it appears that you intend to eat them solo inside your room that is what i intend that's the saddest place to eat doritos (laughs) i'm disappointed in myself that i keep that box stash i've kept it back there for the last like three or four months and that's where it stayed here's here's a, a little little piece of comfort your bedroom isn't the saddest place to eat Doritos, to eat potato chips, I should say. Um, where is? Please tell me it's your bathroom. The toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one, the one place retrieve that you have reprieve, excuse me, uh, from children who want to grab yep. anything and everything you yes. might be eating. Yes, that's not where you should be eating your snacks, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's the safest place to do so. Mm-hmm. You pretend you have to go to the bathroom. Just so you can enjoy a snack by yourself. Hide a little packet of gushers in the sleeve of your sweater. Mm. Oh my God. And no, disappear, you disappear for two to three minutes. Are you saying that a, an entire package of gushers can fit inside your wizard sleeve? So going into this, I thought, you know, I don't want to be basic and choosing mm. very many small stories to talk about. Yes. Yes. I did uh, try it to. It sounds like I, you're accusing me of I'm being not, basic. I'm not. Mm. I tried to find some stories that I could talk that would be five to ten minutes long. Okay. But there weren't those. Right. When it came to sexual disasters, so instead I thought, okay, if I can't do that, that if I can't inform them of sexual disasters, I could teach them how to prevent a sexual disaster from happening. Oh, this is cautionary then. This is cautionary. 
we've now, gotten into the um, prevention portion of this podcast. Yes. Right. You heard the worst case scenarios from me, and now you will learn how to you avoid will learn how to prevent this being victim to them yourself. Specifically, you two. Oh, we'll learn. Oh, specifically me. Very specifically. Okay. Yes. Because guys, sex isn't always great, but bad sex can actually be prevented. Mm. You can prevent such disasters from ever occurring. How, how would one prevent? There's only one way. Bad sex. To prevent this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that is if you know what your potential partner's astrology sign is mm. aka zodiac sign. zodiac mm. sign if that, you know that immediately that that rings true for me you could prevent a sexual disaster the mm. the answer is in turning to the stars that is correct i feel that they yes. do they do predict a great many things mm -hmm. they do now this was a lot more interesting three hours ago right right now i'm fucked up i don't know how the <laughs> fuck i'm gonna get through this guys <laughs> but let's try it here we go we're gonna start with jessica mm -hmm. all right all right you're born october 22nd uh, making what are you, you a libra a I'm libra hey, she is libra libra, is libra. scorpio hey. cusp Ooh. but we're gonna go with libra As okay you're the 22nd of october making which is the last day of the libra time so, span but as a libra which you are uh you're peaceful mm. and fair mm. and you hate being alone. Okay. You love balance and symmetry and you would do anything to avoid conflict. Don't deny it, Jessica. This is fact. I have it in front of me. That's I, who you are. This is who you are. I learned it in the magazine this, I mean, and it is true. The yes. stars are saying as much, yes. but I feel like I haven't been my true Libra self then in the past episodes. Well, then how about you stop Denying yourself who you truly are. Mm -hmm. I'm in denial okay. of myself. And come into unity with the destiny set before you by the stars. Yes. Right. Who are you to argue with the, stars? The cosmos. Absolutely. You think you can argue with Absolutely. stars? No, no, you Do can't. You think, no. you think Venus ruling over you is going to allow you to, to <laughs> succumb to some weak-willed shenanigans? No. no. I don't Me think so. Me thinks not. I don't I, think I so. I don't think so either. Now, if Jessica and other Libras would like to avoid a sexual disaster, they would avoid lovers that are Pisces. Mm. Yeah. Mm, I, don't, I don't like Pisces. No. Pisces are selflessly caring. Okay. That sounds like False. it's nice. It's not. But they can get lost in their own thoughts, daydreaming, even during intercourse. And a Libra demands undivided attention undivided don't you divide from their fuck buddies wait, 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 they wait. demand it wait wait are you saying that the one who can get lost mid act demands the one whose attention will wander cannot provide the demanded undivided attention pisces can daydream Mm -hmm. Even during intercourse. Correct. Libra demands undivided attention. Oh, Libra is the one who demands it, not Pisces. Yes. yes. Jessica's the Libra. She's the one that forgives it. She is Pay the attention. needy one. Pay attention She's to me, Pisces. She's very needy. And the yes. Libra right. is She's free Libra. to wander. She's the Pisces yes. is free to wander. Pisces. Mm -hmm. No, Excuse the me. Pisces is not free to wander. The Pisces, in order to have have had intercourse with a mm. Libra should have provided that Libra with undivided attention. You cannot put it in without undivided attention. Got it. She needs 99% eye contact mm -hmm. the whole time. Oh, she's yeah, one of those. she's one of those. The fewer Gross. the blinks, the better. <laughs> a Libra, like Jessica, would be bored 
and annoyed with the Pisces leading to such percent potential dis sexual dis uh, wow I can't speak mm -hmm. leading to possible potential disaster sexual disasters I'm already bored like a perforated colon oh <gasps> that's extreme how or a cock ring how could that even becoming happen? stuck because one of them decides to take control of the situation mm, Pisces and it leads to pain Pisces it does how how does one if you know, uh huh. If Pisces is the most wrought with error uh, to a Libra, correct. Uh huh. Who would be the ideal lover and least likely to fall into sexual disaster? You know, I'm glad you asked, but that was a topic that I didn't give a shit about. She needs to avoid Pisces. You do, correct. In doing so, you should avoid sleeping with these celebrities. Ooh. Drew, Drew Barrymore, don't sleep with her. That's Done. just, I, think, I feel that's, like that's good advice for most people. That's an easy. Maybe. If you're out there and you're listening, just don't sleep with Drew Barrymore. That's Maybe easily don't. accepted. You're probably me. going to yeah. save yourself a lot of trouble. Ava right. Mendez. Done. Don't Ooh, fuck Ava Mendez. That one hurts a little more. Um, no. I had, I had higher hopes for that. I'm so now, sad. She's a Libra. You're not a Libra. Mm -hmm. Carte blanche for me. Her Even if I wanted limited. to. Even if she wanted Bruce Willis. Uh, can't. You can't do it. That's more difficult. That is a game changer. Adam Levine. Oh, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Can't no, sleep. You, well, you can't, even if you wanted to, it that's, would be terrible. I'm not Smash or pass? I'm going to pass on that one. Pass. Jessica yeah. Biel. Oh. That hurts. Yeah, no, that's, That hurts. I, I didn't want to, I did not want to hear that. I saved the most painful for yeah, last. No, that one stings. I saved the most painful mm -hmm. for last. Okay. John Bon Jovi. You can't sleep with them, even if you wanted. Oh, no. If you need to take a moment, we can pause. We can pause the show, Jessica. It's if okay. If you need a moment to recover from that, I understand as much as a disappointment that it that is to hear, I I I will move on. How okay. would how would Jessica Biel do with a Leo? You know what? Considering <laughs> that a Leo is different from a Libra, mm -hmm. I say you might have a chance. Thank you for that. I needed to hear that today. We're gonna move on to you, Kyle. Oh, okay. We're going to Leos. Born August twenty first. You're a Leo. Twenty second, actually. As a Leo, mm -hmm. Kyle is dramatic. He's creative. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. He's self-confident. Mm-hmm. He's dominant. Mm. Uh, mm. And more importantly, he's impossible to resist. Mm. Ooh, I agree. <laughs> impossible. When Kyle is on the hunt for some strange <laughs> caution should be advised when it comes to Capricorns. Capricorns. Ooh, what, what would happen if Beware. I were to what happen? Capricorn. Beware Capricorns, Capricorns like to take their time. Before deciding to clap cheeks. Mm, they're indecisive. Whereas, whereas Leos, like Kyle, know exactly what they want. When we see it. In the sack. We know. They know. But see, and, the Capricorns don't hold on. know. And when it comes to what they want, indecision is not it. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Correct. Both Leos and Capricorns are self-centered, mm. which can lead to a power struggle in the bedroom. Let's be real. And we know who's going to win. Power, power struggle, struggle between me and someone else. Not going to go well. I know. This can lead to sexual disasters such as slipping into the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> that comes from the power struggle? <laughs> That's the power struggle. <laughs> Breaking bathroom sinks. Okay. Or falling down a flight of stairs. Why wow. are these examples? Because these are real examples that I read. What these the feels, these, <laughs> feel, these feel 
far more like murder scenarios than pitfalls in my sex life. Yes. I mean, if you murdered someone by slipping in the wrong hole, like, I don't know if we should applaud you or... Uh, I don't know that he murdered someone. And broke his sink. Okay, so I... I'm nervous to ask, but I don't feel like I have a choice. You got to say it now. Which celebrities should I avoid? I am glad you said because that was coming up right conquests. here. Celebrities that Kyle should avoid all mm-hmm. thoughts of penetration mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Diane Keaton. Wow. <gasps> you got to avoid. You started it. with that? I did. <laughs> you started I, with I started Keaton. with Diane Keaton. He's resentful. That's hurtful. He's resentful. Jason Bateman. Oh, oh come on. No penetration. Saturus. You're being you're being way more you're being way more mean to me than you were to Jess. Ryan Seacrest. <gasps> oh. <sighs> He's America's sweetheart. Orlando Bloom. Okay, that's too far. I know. If you no. tell me I can't be with Legolas, you then can. why am I even trying? You See, can. No, that's an easy pass for me. I'm sorry. What? He, no. he, can't he can't be what with, universe? He can't in be with William Turner, man. Universe. He's do thin, you not want to be? He's effeminate. I'm not into it. No. Oh, but those cheekbones, that hair, the piercing eyes. Nope. But nope. most importantly, Kyle. I feel like he, I feel like he not only would accept my affection afterward, he would demand it. Mm-mm. That's true. Like demand the if I didn't after. cuddle Legolas, there would be no bonding. Probably a lawsuit yeah. or two. Right. Somewhere also in there. no haircut and I'm not down. Look, mm-hmm. Kyle, unfortunately that also means that you will have no penetration with Dax Shepard. Easy pass. Dax Shepard's fucking hilarious. I don't know what you mean. Easy. I didn't pass. say he wasn't funny. So, I said uh, he wasn't attractive. I'm going to have to side with Jessica on this one. He's I want to be friends with Dak Shepard. To now talk about. I can't sleep with Jason Bateman. That is. And oh. that's a real loss. <laughs> I know. I that, know. That is a huge bummer. Jason Bateman is a next level human being. Damn straight. He's a treasure. Right? Yeah. Um, the, the notion that I would never, even in my wildest dreams, have any success in a conquest of a sexual nature. Not unless you wanted to slip into the wrong hole. Astrologically. Correct. The stars have already decided that (laughs) Bates and Bateman have no future together. Now we're going to talk about the most important of the signs. Mm, Let's hear it. Yours, I assume. Jake. (laughs) I was born February 10th, making me an Aquarius, which like I said, is the most important of the signs. Uh, We're shy. And we're quiet. Yet we grow to be eccentric and energetic. Who would have guessed, right? Aquarius, like myself, uh, are needless to say, deep thinkers and obviously high intellectual thinkers. I think I wrote thinkers twice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm drunk. Deep and, <laughs> deep and intellectual thinkers. There we go. They're able to see without prejudice. Ooh. I told you last night. I can actually do before I even read any of this. Jacob's colorblind. Literally, I'm colorblind. Literally colorblind. And I can see without He prejudice. does not see color when he looks at his fellow man. Damn straight. If me and every other Aquarius wanted to be without sexual disasters, we'd do our best to stay away from the Virgos. Virgos. Fucking Virgos. Um, What celebrity might fall under... Th- the disastrous category that's for on, you. That's on another page. 
Flip we'll come, it. We'll, okay, you want to watch celebrities first? Flip it. You want celebrities first? Yes. I'm more interested in who you should avoid in order to avoid disaster. That's where that's where I want to go. Well, I'm glad you want to go there. We'll get there after these like next few bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Virgos exhaust in Aquarius. They do. And not in the ideal way that you want to what exhaust someone sexually. Ah, uh, understand. Yes. Sexually. <laughs> but in the bad way, I put. <laughs> uh, they make Aquarius feel like the world is collapsing by all their stressful bullshit. What the fuck? Virgos, they're all about the bullshit. High maintenance emotional yes. Virgos. That's what I'm Damn hearing. straight. That's what it sounds Aquarius, like. Aquarius, we, we want nothing to do with that shit. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. And you know, Libras aren't a fan either. Well, Leos are too self-absorbed. They're too. They don't to even deal care. with your nonsense. Yeah, they, they don't even care. They they couldn't even comprehend. Well, like, hey, hey, keep hey, up. how is what you're going through serving me? Damn mm-hmm. straight. That's what a Leo mm-hmm. wants to know. Yes. Mm-hmm. While in the sack, Virgos seek perfection. Mm. While Aquarius just want to make each other feel great. Can't achieve perfect sex. No, but Virgos strive for it. What if somebody farts? Uh, we just talked all, about that. All that's, perfection that's or a pukes on your face. Either way, a Virgo would be very displeased. Mm. An Aquarius might keep slamming. I don't know. Personally, I wouldn't, but maybe another would. I mean, Aquariuses sound more reasonable than Virgos at this point. I mean, right? Damn straight. Well, what else you got? Yeah. Uh, Virgos are a constant distraction from the completion of the Aquarius. <laughs> Uh, which makes for terrible sex. Yeah, as you of could course. as you could imagine, yeah. if something constantly distracts you from completion. It's a problem. Yeah, where, where a major you, problem. Where you headed? Right. Sexual disasters. Now I know you're wondering what sexual disasters would an Aquarius and a Virgo have. That's astute, Jacob. I was wondering. Did, I, I, mean, I, I indeed know. also was wondering this. Sexual disasters such as pounding too hard. <laughs> 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 like and wait like head stuck in sheetrock hard or what possibly okay that's possible okay. that was an okay. aquarius and a virgo who knows absolutely so if me jacob so if me jacob mm-hmm. or any wise aquarius cared about their sex lives in any way they would avoid celebrities like are you ready i am jennifer hudson Ooh. yeah that's mm-hmm. not a huge loss it's a mid-range sure Sure. Salma Hayek. Ooh, that's a loss for me. I, she's very exotic. I like her. Chris Pine. Ooh, that Oh, hurts. also a loss. I know. That hurts. Yeah. I know. He, I mean, he's hairy, but like he, he waxes everything. Oh, but did you he, see he's, he's the American Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I'm disappointed. And last but not least, mm-hmm. me and other Aquarius, we have to. Aquarii. Aquarii. We have to avoid okay. Cameron Diaz. Oh. I love Cameron. That's I more know. Than, that's more than you can ask I know. That is that a one, loss. That one hurt me. Because not only, I'm sorry. Not only did is she attractive. avoid Cameron Diaz? I did. Not only is she attractive, but she's like, she's she's everything that an American wants. She's funny. I love her. She's quirky. She's willing to make fun of herself. She's perfect. Right? Yeah. You would be hard-pressed to find a more desirable mate than Cameron right, Diaz. Right. Let me just say, I'm glad that she's off-limits for you as an Aquarius, because she's not off-limits for me as a Libra. She's not off-limits for you. Vice versa, I could... I Emily Blunt is open game for me. Mm. Emily Blunt, and so you. Is, Set your so sights is, higher. So is Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Jessica Thank Biel. You. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. I. She's. She, we're open season for Jessica Biel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there anyone else on your list? 
that was it. That was all the notable people. Look, guys, moral of the story, uh, sexual disasters can happen to everyone. Mm -hmm. Anyone. Even popes. At any time. Apparently, even popes. Even popes. So what you got to be sure of is that your possible lovers don't have the wrong astrology sign. Mm. Because if they do, then you know from the get, Kyle, you're going to put it in her wrong hole. Mm -hmm. And Jessica, you know for a fact Bad shit will happen. You're going to get bored with them. Mm -hmm. You're going to give them a perforated colon. Right. Why would you Why I, would you give them a perforated well, see, colon? I, it's not that I want to. I mean, it's just that, why'd like, you have to stick your entire leg up their anus to mean, give them such a colon? Don't, don't get me drunk and ask me to do things you don't actually want. You know what I mean? That's true. That's fair. Wheel number three. I'm going to spin it this time because Kyle's spins have been a little weak. So here we Wait, go. Wait, I'll do it. No, fuck you. I, I fuck you, it. fuck you. All right, last one. Ooh, Kyle, ready for this one? I'm ready. See, me and Jessica happen to know everything about each other. Ugh. We don't know everything about you. Weird childhood things. There's no other explanation. There is no explanation. We wrote first, this months ago while very intoxicated. First thing that comes to mind. Weird childhood things. Um, of Like weird things that happened in childhood. Dude, however you hear this mm -hmm. and understand it, answer it. So I had a very active imagination and something weird I did in my childhood was I created scenarios and characters to fill and um, I, I didn't have a favorite toy or superhero or anything like that, which I think would be common. Instead, um, there's a boy who I played with and we invented superheroes and my superhero i invented this character that was uh had the ability to metamorphosize into various reptiles specifically limited to reptiles should the scenario have called for something more physically domineering like a bear or a lion i was out of luck because i was stuck with reptiles for whatever reason and, uh, you know, when you're going to find that superhero's name, you really want to find something, you want to dig deep, you know, you yeah. want to find something that really embodies, um, the heart of such a hero. I agree. I mean, this guy is saving lives exactly. on the daily. People need to know what to call him. And what, what conclusion did you come but to? But he was me. And so yes. he was a boy and not a man. Yes. And uh, he was aptly named Reptile Kid. <laughs> but see, where I might have had weaknesses in the sense that I could not have been imposing in ways where it was necessary. Mm -hmm. um, I had this other fellow who had similar powers uh, where he could morph into, you know, various um, feline creatures, cats of any kind. You might have guessed by now he was cat kid. Mm. <laughs> you were the the kids lizard and cat. Yes, and we uh, often found ourselves running through parks and uh, hills behind our houses, um, fighting 
imaginary ninjas mm. and turning into all sorts of creatures, great and small, under the umbrella term and uh, miscellaneous adventures of Cat Kid and Reptile Kid. Mm. And I spent many uh, of my childhood hours in the pursuit of justice and defending the powerless in that way. Weird kid things. Mm-hmm. Uh, to all women who are about the same age as me, give or take four years, um, I think we all remember in our childhood there being a movie. And in that movie, there is a man. And this man, he reveals parts of himself even through his costume that are very inappropriate. And I'm going to go ahead and say what it is. It is The Labyrinth starring oh, Jennifer Connelly and, and David, David Bowie. Bowie. And uh, in this talking about movie, talking about David Bowie's enormous bulge, big old Jareth the Goblin King bulge. Jareth the Goblin King was hung like a bear, and he just—I mean—he just was not shy about it. Everything was skin tight, and that bulge just like knocked things over when he turned around. And I, being a child at the time, didn't understand that, and yet was intrigued. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a very confusing and uh, hormone-fueled time. Awakening. An awakening, perhaps. Yeah. Except I had already been pre-awakened by Val Kilmer in Batman. Mm. But <laughs> Understood. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it was it was an odd place to be in, and he contributed to that. And I don't know if it was purposeful, because it was meant, always, always meant to be a child's film. So I don't understand the costume choices at this point when I'm an adult looking back on it, but you know what? I'm grateful. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) For the awakening. Yeah. I'm going to say for my weird childhood things is the complete and utter in my head, non-existence of physics. Okay. And now most, you know, most kids, you know, jump off thinking they can fly and, you know, fall a little bit and they're like, ow, or whatever, you know, some stupid shit. Uh, this is, I was, very young, between five and eight, we'll say. And in our bedroom, because me, you, and our youngest sister shared a bedroom, we had two bunk beds. Mm-hmm. And on these two bunk beds, when our cousins would come visit, there yes. were three of them at the time, mm-hmm. they would sleep with us in our room. Yes. And because we're not lame as shit, we would build a giant mega fortress. Huge fortress fort. Absolutely. And the top of our fortress, which was a Hello Kitty blanket that was tucked into the sides of each bunk bed across mm-hmm. the room, was just very sturdy and solid. Yes. And young Jacob was like, I want to sleep on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen hammocks before. This is the same thing. Right. I can Obviously. sleep. I can sleep right there in the middle. No difference. Absolutely. And so on my top bunk, I threw my pillow. Perfectly fine. I threw my blanket. Perfectly fine. I was like, oh, dope. We're good. <laughs> I threw my entire body. Here comes my full body weight. And it was not perfectly fine. <laughs> and I I fell the, I don't know, six feet <laughs> down. And I landed. <laughs> I landed directly on top of my cousin. <laughs> 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 it was so bad. <laughs> oh my god! He started. I remember. I landed on him, but he starts punching me. Which cousin was this? It was Michael. Of course, Michael it was Michael. Morris. It had to be Michael. Yeah. 
And he was so mad. And I was like, I was just trying to go to sleep, man. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was that was my weird childhood thing was the complete and utter lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge in even the slightest basics about how bed sheets work. <laughs> the laws of physics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as they pertain to Hello Kitty bed sheets. So, uh, you know, everybody, before we finish up, we'll reiterate. If you have suggestions for wheel topics or episode ideas, if you have some embarrassing or creepy or interesting stories you'd like to share with us, uh, stories we, I'm sure, would have no problem reading into episodes in the future, please reach out to us on fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Uh, and if you would like to support us further, meaning even more than you already are, which we are definitely appreciative of, please go to www.patreon.com slash three shots in. Um, we are offering more than we offer now for our patrons and we would love for you to be a part of it. Um, and we certainly would love to be able to uh, afford to offer you even more than we can. And is what I've heard true? Do Patreons get access to content that average listeners do not get access to? This is I'm a fact. I'm glad you asked. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. They get deleted scenes. They get special one-of-a-kind holiday and or random themed episodes. Episodes and that the public does not have. We're in talks of creating our own Patreon-only podcasts. This was Three Shots In. Yeah, it was. Episode, yeah. uh, what the fuck? S what, 17? I don't know. 16? It was like, 17, I it think. Was, it was more like... Five shots and three gin and tonics in. For you. If we're counting. But, that, but that's not the, that's not the title of the five? show. I thought we took four. We took, well, we took four, but we've also had drinks, which each I made. Four shots and three gin and tonics in. Yeah. I made, okay. I made the drinks kind of heavy. It's a pretty comfortable spot to be in. Mm-hmm. I feel good. I feel great. I'm good to go. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining, man. Hey, thanks for having me. This has been a successful episode. I had a lot of fun. And. It got, it got very weird. But in a hilarious way, and which I, is what I was, I was hoping okay for. With that. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. it, it was weird in the best of ways. The best kind of way it could be. Yeah. Considering. Well, considering the the topic tonight, you know, you could you you could hope for things. <laughs> we got most of them. <laughs> most okay. hopes were satisfied. Oh, <laughs> I accept that. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, we will see you next time for episode 18. 18. Probably 18. Yes. Also, totally go subscribe on Patreon so you can listen to that 4th of July episode because it was dope as shit and you're lame as fuck if you don't listen to it. Okay, bye. 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 bye.